Maynard Dixon was a successful Western artist known for his impressionistic works featuring southern Utah and Arizona landscapes. In 1939, he left his home in San Francisco for Mount Carmel, Utah, a small town settlement bordered by national parks and public lands. Sharing his love for people and place, Dixon would entertain artists interested in painting the nearby hills and colorful plateaus. After his death in 1946, his third wife, Edith Hamlin, made sure his ashes were scattered in those hills. His signature logo, a Thunderbird, had been etched into a bronze plaque that remains in Mount Carmel to this day. Decades later, in 1998, a couple from San Francisco decided to purchase the home, which at the time was owned by a friend of Dixon's wife, a successful watercolorist named Wilfred Zorns. We're not quite sure why, but it was sort of because we were from Utah and because we had an interest in Dixon that we felt like his property needed to be preserved. Susan Bingham purchased the Maynard Dixon home along with her husband Paul Bingham. They immediately started the process of restoring and preserving the home. In the process of doing that, we realized that it was something that we should share with the art world. And so we started inviting artists to come there and spend time and do retreats and so forth. In 1999, the Binghams created the Thunderbird Foundation, which was dedicated to preserving and celebrating the lands around it through art, and the name seemed fitting given Dixon's relationship with the bird. We're 20 miles from the east entrance of Zion National Park, and we're 50 miles from Bryce National Park. We are just about 100 miles north of the Grand Canyon, and we're close to Lake Powell. So we're right in a recreation area right here centered in southern Utah. I mean, most people, the reason they come to this area is because of the national parks. Each year, the Thunderbird Foundation holds the Maynard Dixon Country, a gathering of artists, collectors, and a like-minded community who come to the home to create art and enjoy the nearby national parks. It is their way of loving the lands in a quiet, less intrusive way. We often associate recreationists coming from outside the state to walk the trails, float the rivers, and slither through the slot canyons. For artists like David Lee, capturing the natural elements of the land is therapeutic. It is a clean, damage-free way to share, preserve, and protect lands that are part of the political, environmental, and economic dialogue nationally and in the communities that surround these lands. Love the, uh, the scenery in Utah. It is very different than what I've been uh, painting uh, in the Northeast. Born in China and raised in Hong Kong and New York, the watercolorist now lives in Pennsylvania. He will retreat at the Maynard Dixon home during the August 2018 country art event. This will be his second stay. You know, over here in New York City, I paint mostly uh, very busy street scenes, you know, where you have like uh, Empire State Buildings, like, uh, you know, Times Square, a lot of people. Uh, in Utah, I paint the mountains, the trees, it is very different. It, it, it is a great sensation for me to paint in Utah. The Maynard Dixon home, gallery, and retreat, like most stops near the parks, are receiving attention through social media. The online travel site TripAdvisor 
quotes guests from California and Seattle praising the property and its National Register of Historic Places listing as a way for tourists to enjoy Utah's public and national park lands through a study of American art. With UPR News, I'm Owen Sidwell. Support for Loving Our Lands to Death is made possible in part by our members and the USU Quinney College of Natural Resources, where students and faculty promote the sustainability of ecosystems and the communities that depend on them. Information at qcnr.usu.edu.